And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Anna Bob Show, number 142. Good morning. Good morning. We talked the whole night through. Good morning. And you and you, is that what you say? That's right. You and you and you. Oh, that's right. I left a you out. All of you. Oh, man. Oh, man. Good morning. It may be nighttime when you're listening to this, but good morning to you. We're the Ed and Bob Show. We're glad to be here. I'm Bob. He's Ed. Ed, how you doing? I'm doing great, buddy. It's always morning for us, isn't it? You got that right, man. It is always a good morning on the Ed and Bob Show. Number 142. Here we are at the end of August, Ed. Football at uh, Tennessee football just a few days away. You're all excited. You're pumped up. You got your, your legs shaved. Up. I'm ready to go. Got my orange jersey. I got my, <laughs> my Peyton Manning replica. And uh, <laughs> number 17. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 16. It wasn't 17. Oh, was I know it you're yanking. Yeah, you're yanking my chain. All right. Hey, you doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Well, we got Thanks a lot to asking. talk about uh, this show, don't we? Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, we might as well just crank this thing up and get it started, get into some news. Let me uh, cover a few things real quick, just things that happened on this date. Back in 79 AD, Vesuvius, a volcano in southern Italy, erupted, destroyed the city of Pompeii, and two more that I can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Have you, you really? There? Pompeii? Yeah. No, I have yeah, not. I have not. That's southern yeah. Italy. You know, um, I've been southern Italy, but not been to Pompeii and those places. Um, on this date in 1814, a little more recent, uh, the war <laughs> during the War of 1812, Washington, D.C. was invaded by British forces. They burned the Capitol, the White House, and most of the other buildings there, public buildings there, in retaliation of America burning of York and Toronto, which was Toronto. Um, but that was in 1814. So it's been obviously been rebuilt, and uh, it's in better shape than it was um, this time in 1814. But it's time for the news, and Ed, I know you've got some. Well, I do have a little, this is a kind of a tidbit thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and I know you probably got some real good news, but there, I went to this event the other day and they had these couples up on the stage and they were, they were asking the men how well they knew their wives, right? Yeah. And so how well do you know your wife? And so the question to this guy, his name was Mitch, but the question to him was, what's her favorite flower? So Mitch leans Ooh. over to his wife and says, what is it? Is it self-rising, right? <laughs> right. you get it? Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's a good one because I wouldn't know what my wife's favorite flower is. What, what, what would you say? I'd probably I say daisy say, uh, or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got something for the news, Ed. Can I share something? Yeah, have at you it. You know, um, the New York Times is a left-leaning newspaper. We all know that, correct? Mm -hmm. um, right. And so uh, one of their uh, columnists uh, scorched Obama's tail a little bit, and people on social media did not like it. And they came mm. out and attacked this writer, Maureen Dowd. And the article, um, I, 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 I remember reading it, and it was about Obama having his, you know, he bought him a big house up in uh, uh Oh, God, Martha's Vineyard or somewhere up there, you know, where all the rich people have houses. 
So he's, you know, he's newly very rich from their books and all that stuff they do. Uh, Martha's Vineyard, and um, he had a 60th birthday party. Well, okay, so he came out of nowhere from being a community organizer to being president of the United States, right? Right, in Chicago. Exactly. So uh, now all of a sudden, all the people that got behind him and helped him get elected, uh, you would think he would invite them to his 60th birthday party, right? No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It didn't happen. All those people, all his aides, all the people that got behind him, uh, I'm going to mention some of these names. Um, um, Stephen Colbert, for one, who thought he was tight with the president, was not invited. Um, <clears throat> also, the guy that designed... Um, um, Obama's, you know, uh, presidency, um, what was it, or is his name, I see it, oh, David Axelrod, he was not invited. Um, Larry David, who endorsed him, and Big Entertainer, uh, they actually called him to tell him he was not invited. I mean, that's really an insult. Yeah, you're yeah. uninvited. Invited. You're uninvited. Uh, uh, um, Caroline Kennedy who endorsed Ooh. Obama instead Ooh. of uh, her uh, uh, Hillary in 08, she was not invited. David Geffen, who gave him millions and probably hundreds of millions of dollars mm -hmm. and endorsed him to break with Hillary, not invited. He invited people like Beyonce, uh, George Clooney, mm. uh, you know, all these little famous people uh, 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 Oprah, they were all there, and oh. so anyway, this this person wrote the article. It said, you know, when he was president, he didn't try hard enough for the things that Democrats needed anyway. But now he's spending so much of his time trying to be cool. That that's his goal now is to be cool. Nancy Pelosi, <clears throat> who it would if it had not been for her. He would have never won. She was not invited. Anyway, it's just the list of people he did not invite, uh, and even calling people to tell them they're not invited is just unbelievable. So, um, and social media was all over that. That writer saying, you know, but he's being cool now. So that's the only news I got. I know it's a little long-winded, but I'm going to get it out. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Well, uh, can I add one more thing? Yes, sir. We got we got time for another one. Earth really sizzled in July, and I think you know we were talking about that last time. Yeah. That's the hottest month in 142 years of record keeping. You're kidding? No, it's the hottest July <clears throat> in 142 years of record keeping. As a matter of fact, it's been hot in Europe and all over. So yeah, we should some... stop keeping records. Yeah. <laughs> Point. I think that'll solve that problem. <laughs> I'll take care of that. Yeah, <laughs> Quit right. keeping track of it, man. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Uh, that, well, let's wrap the news up, Ed. Let's get into some questions of the day, and you always kick okay. it off. All right. I've got a question here. The Knox County and Knoxville City, uh, they they both have you know areas of governments that they do in Knox County. They're both in the right. same county, but they have different representatives and all that. But sure. at any rate, is there different mask ordinances in the same county? I mean, if you go into Knoxville City offices, do you have to wear a mask? In Knox County, do you have to wear a mask? Where, where, where's the separation there? Do you know? 
I don't know, but I dare say the city is going to be more uh, strict. Mm-hmm. Um, and the county mayor, uh, about the only thing I recall um, is that he um, he didn't roll restrictions on anybody or anything. It's kind of like do whatever you want to. So I, I, I think you're right. I think they're both separate, even though the city is in the county. But if you're in the city, you have to supposedly follow their rules. Uh, but, I, you know, I haven't followed it because in all honesty Ed, both of them were so confusing right I, I mean it'd be a full-time job trying to keep up with what both of them are even saying that's why I, I was asking the question and you know in Knox County schools they're not mandating um, you don't have to wear a mask a student no. has to wear them. Uh-huh. but in in Anderson County or some other counties I don't know about Anderson County but so close counties around us you do so it is confusing and and they, uh, and it may change. I don't know, but I do know that there is a difference between the Knoxville City government and Knox County government. And even though they're on a separate floor or down the hall from each other, I should say, in the city <laughs> yeah. county building, you reach a certain point in that hallway and you have to put on a mask. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, I say, well, I think what they'll do is have a sign when you walk get up to the top floor. You say. Um, uh, Republicans left, uh, Democrats take a right. So, yeah, and, and this is the mask line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's. Uh, I got a question for you, Ed, because right, buddy, uh, I was thinking about this the other day because I was reading about something. If you can see something, do you have the right to take a picture of it? Uh, I think so. You know this, and this was something when I when I when I thought about that, I didn't know the answer to. And it's still a little vague uh, to me. Uh, what I did find is that um, it, it, taking photos in public, if you're in public, you can take a picture of anything you see, almost. Because if you're using a telephoto lens, or if you see, if you're seeing something in what is to be an expectation of privacy, like a bathroom, a locker room, uh, if you're looking into somebody's backyard or their pool, their patio, if your neighbor looks over your fence and looks into your backyard and takes a picture of your wife out there in a bikini, uh, first thing I'm going to do is ask him for a copy of it. And then the, <laughs> the second thing is he, I'm going to say, he took it, not me. Uh, but, you, if you, but she has a right to expectation of privacy. And in 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 that, and there also there's a video. I didn't know this. There's a video voyeurism prevention act. It's a crime to take a photo of anybody naked. Oh, really? Without their yes. permission? Without their permission. permission. Uh, you can't take photos on private properties without permission. Do you know if you? Um, but they say, let's say you go into a store, and you're going around the store. And you're going through the produce aisle and you're taking pictures in there of everybody in there. As long as the store doesn't, even though it's private property, as long as the store doesn't have a sign at the entrance saying no photos allowed, you're allowed to take photos. Hmm. Or at least until they come up and tell you you can't take them. So if you have a, a private business, if you have a business where people come into and you don't want people taking pictures of your customers, put a sign at the entrance saying no photos allowed. Now here's the kicker and I'll get off of this, Ed. Um, it is legal to take pictures of minor children in public. 
That is no, not against that? the law. That doesn't that doesn't sound right to me. No. The only thing it no. does is it makes you be a suspicious character, but it's not illegal <laughs> for you to take a picture of a child or minor in, in public. And I just that that kind of disturbed me. I, I yeah, thought it, it was. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Unless, yeah, that's true. It's like it's well, like stalking anyway. them or something. Yeah. So um, it. it the way it leans to me is if you can see something, you can pretty much take the picture of them unless that person would think they are in uh, total privacy. Yeah. So, there well, you go. All right. Don't try well, in a in a, uh, a casino. Oh, no, but they have signs everywhere, and there ain't no yeah. pictures in here because everybody in here is really at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Ed, tell everybody what our topic is today, and then you've got a sponsor. Okay. Can your employer say, hey, you either get vaccinated or you're out of here. Mm. Can they fire you if you don't get vaccinated? Bob mm. will have an answer for that in just a moment. <laughs> First, I have, a, I have a commercial announcement for you from the folks at Weigel's. Weigel's, a great East Tennessee business located in uh, Powell, Tennessee, 68 locations. You know, way back there in 1931, the herd of four cows started Weigel's milk on a 600-acre farm, they sold raw milk to 10 gallon, and 10 gallon cans and, and cans. And William Weigel Sr. began bottling pasteurized milk in 1935. And of course, now Weigel's is known for everything. They've got these stores everywhere. And as I've said in the other show, you know, they have chefs in the back room behind the counters, and the mm. chefs are cooking. They cook, so you can go in and order food and have good things to eat. And, I didn't know they did that, but they did. I didn't either. So, wow. so there you go. So visit the Weigels and check them out. Hey, Ed, can, before we get into our topic of the day, can I throw something else in there, uh, kind of the news that I forgot to bring up? Okay. Because uh, it kind of bothered me. And you brought it up in the last show. Uh, we basically, listen, I don't like the U.S. government military being the policeman of the world, okay? <clears throat> and, and we... I don't know that we followed through in Afghanistan what we necessarily needed to do. But nonetheless, we pulled out. And so, you know, Biden said we're pulling out of Afghanistan and the Taliban is going to end up killing and executing a lot of people to help the U.S. government. I mean, that's just a fact of life, right? Yeah, that's right. Beheading you know Biden, a lot of women. Do you know what Biden did during that process? What? Went on vacation. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Went on vacation in one of the most awful times of all those Afghan people. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I just well, I had to share my, that. But I just, uh. My brother-in-law was a, a uh, civilian contractor over there at the air base, and he met such nice people. He had a lot of Afghans that worked for him, yep. and he, you know, and he just loved those guys. And he can't find out what happened to them. Oh, so it, it's. It, you know, the interpreters and, and, you know, after 20 years, a lot of the Afghan people worked for the United States government. They yeah. were the highest paying people. And, and you know, it was a good job. You raise a family doing that. So God bless them. Amen. All right. We got our topic of the day today. If you work for a company and uh, you have not been vaccinated against the COVID, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, um, can they say, hey, uh, Ed, you're out of here. You're fired if you're not going to get the shot. And I've, I always thought, 
No, nah, there's no way because, you know, they can't, the company can't fire you because of something medical. They can't say, uh, you know, you need to get a flu shot or you're out of here. But it turns out, uh, like hospitals could fire you if you didn't get a flu shot. If you worked with people medically, I didn't, I was not aware of that. But a lot of these labor lawyers are saying, yeah, you know, yeah. you're not willing to get a shot. Um, you're fired, and I thought this would be a huge problem. But I've, like, a Indiana State or Indiana University students were told they had to be vaccinated to come back to school, and they a lot of them didn't do it, and they filed a, a lawsuit, and they lost. Lawsuit was thrown yeah. out. Judge said, "No, go get a shot." <laughs> um, and and That's um, true. you know, I worked for a company just the other day. They said, uh, "This is your last call." to get your shot and they extended when we were going back in the offices. So they said, if you go right now and get your shot in 30 days, you go get your second shot and in two weeks for it to take a, a fully effect, then everybody comes back into the office. But this is your last call. You either get it done or, or the indication was very clear. So what, what what's your feeling on this, Ed? I mean, do you think that's fair, or can there be exceptions? Well, I, I know that it's not. There's a lot of people that I know who say it's not fair because, um, and you can look at it either side. It's not fair for someone who is not vaccinated, who catches the disease and then gives it to someone else. Anyway, it, 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 yeah. this is part of the freedom in America. You know, you're free and you can do what you want to, but you can't. It's just like this card I got here, this, this vaccination card. I'm going to have to show this before I can get on an airplane. Mm. I'm going to have to show it before I can go in a restaurant in Dallas. I'm going to have to show it before I can go probably in Knoxville pretty soon. So it is it's it is a different world. It really is. And this has got us by the balls. I'll tell you the truth. We're, we're stuck on this thing. Um, well, I, I, um, I just, I, honestly, I didn't think it would stand up. I, I did see that uh, the only exception could be, and, and I can hear it coming already, um, uh, under the Civil Rights Act of 1964, if you say taking a vaccine would violate yes, your religious belief, yeah. then they don't have to make you. Can't well. you hear some religion coming to a lot of people all of a sudden? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I am a follower of the We Ain't Getting Vaccinated Church of the Holy well, Rollers. It's really not that big of a deal, ladies and gentlemen. I'm taking it from someone who's been vaccinated, who took the shots, but I have family members who won't do it. They will not do it. You know, I do too. So, and and uh, yeah. I think everybody, it's kind of like, we always have a couple of family members that won't do something. And sometimes I guess me and you are the people that won't do something. Um, but I don't know when it comes to health. I mean, I don't get if it unless, you know, and, and I, if it's not a religious belief, like I, I know somebody who says, um, uh, we got some holy water and we put it on ourselves and that protects us from getting COVID. And I, and I want to say, God bless you for believing that. But I mean, come on. I mean, that sounds a little nuts. I don't think God is sitting on his throne saying, yeah, I gave them holy water. Now, they're good. Yeah. The rest of you all need to get vaccinated. I, just, I don't see that. I think God would come down and, and say, are you kidding me? I, I, we, I gave you the intelligent people that 
developed a vaccine for you. We, we they, led you to the water and you wouldn't drink. And I think some of these people think the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Oh, and by God. doing that, that, that they're following in that, under that. So, it, yeah, you're right. I mean, it goes either way, but I agree with you. I mean, it, it, it's not that big of a deal to be, take the vaccine. Trust me. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't hurt. Isn't, you know, it, it, you know. isn't, it, isn't it just caring about humanity, other people? Yeah. Well, especially, I mean, aren't we all in this together? Supposedly. And you said, what, 60% have been vaccinated, 61, yeah, I think something like 64, that? 65, something like that. Have had at I, least one shot. I thought, But if I, everybody know, honestly, got vaccinated, we'd wipe it out. Well, exactly. Uh, it's like people won't get, what was it, um, did we wipe out polio or something? And then they said, oh, it's making a comeback because some people didn't get vaccinate against it i don't i don't understand that um it's caring about people in your family um, and there's some real problems in florida with the, the children down there being you know the hospitals are filling up i think uh, the children's hospital in knoxville doesn't have many beds left so it, it it is it's a smart thing to do even if you you know just do it well but everybody said Everybody said that um, it won't affect kids. So everybody said, oh, I won't have my kid to get a shot because it won't yeah. affect them. Um, well, this variance and, does. And if you think this variance is bad, just wait till the next one. What do you mean? You know, the, where, where the, the, the uh, COVID-19, how it multiplies and varies, you know, goes back and forth. This is a right, variant, right. the Delta variance of, of the of the of the COVID-19. So if the Delta variance is affecting the children that wasn't supposed to be affecting children, just think what the next one's going to be. It'll be even stronger and, and uh, much different than this one. So, well, I just, I just, I, um, you know, if you're, uh, I've read another thing here said, if you're in a union, they have to negotiate with the union before making the workers get a shot. That's, that's a lot of hooey. Um, as Americans with the Disabilities Act, people that, uh, so they can't get the vaccination for medical reasons. Now, I kind of understand that, um, but if you if you have um, weakened immune system, it seems like to me you would want to have it. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know it. Uh, so, uh, bottom line is, do you support employers saying <laughs> you know you no longer work here if you won't get a shot? I want to, but I can't. Really? No, I can't support that. Well, what's the alternative? Telling them they have to go work well, from home? But what if it's a job where they're working in a machinery I, I, factory? I don't you know. know. I, I, think, I think that it's, I, to me, it's a very strong part of being an American. And I don't, I don't think that, you know, to me, it's almost like your employer has to tell you which church you go to. And, I mean, where does this stop, you know? So that's my question, but I do think that everyone should volunteer to get the to get vaccinated and get it done. Now, the problem I have is being told to do it, or else. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that, but when it comes down to something that could kill your other coworkers or your clients or your customers or whatever, I don't know how I have the right. I have to be. I have to keep you around. Just you know, because you're willing to endanger the other co your coworkers or right. our customers. 
Right. And I, I agree. I mean, I, I do understand, and that's that's the the flip of the coin here. You know, and, and my wife has to wear a face mask all day long, even though she's been mm. vaccinated. Mm. So it, yeah. I don't know. Bob. Well, all right. You well, we got to we got to move along here. We got stuff coming up. Hey, tell everybody what's coming up, and now I got a sponsor. All right, coming up, we got uh, the, our mailbox, of course. And uh, also we have uh, ooh, complaints. Complaints. You're, you're oh, yeah. going to get one from me. <laughs> 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 By golly, I got one, man. All right, and I've got a sponsor for you today, Ben Lucky. Ben Lucky's over there on Melbourne Pike right across that big KUB substation. You're saying, what the heck is Ben Lucky? You know, when you, when you order things on Amazon or Home Depot or Lowe's or some of these big box stores and you send it back, you think, well, they just take that thing while I send it back and, and they clean up the, you know, the... Uh, the box they were in and uh, the ice smash and whatever and they put it back up on the shelf well they don't you know what they do is they wholesale that stuff out and people buy them in huge lots i mean big old big old boxfuls of uh, of stuff and they don't separate and so people like ben lucky uh, people like that across the country buy these things and uh, they they get brought in by these big trucks and on wednesday and thursday they unload them and they put them in their bins b-i-n and they're about a foot and a half deep and they're about 30 or 40 of them all around the store and everything's kind of put in their helter skelter. There's not like over here is the uh, you know the uh, tools. It's all over the place. So uh, on on Friday when they open, everything in there. I don't care if it costs fifty dollars originally, thirty dollars, twenty, whatever. It's seven bucks. Everything on Saturday is five dollars. Sunday's three dollars. Monday a dollar. And if anything is left by Tuesday, it's all fifty cents. And then usually they close early on Tuesday because everything is gone. So it all sells, and it's a way of uh, you know you can integrate bargain and things being sold at some price or another. But if you would like to save money, if if you're into saving money, this is where you need to go. If you have plenty of money and you don't care paying the original price, then I wouldn't dare step in their doors. But if you like saving money, go to Ben Lucky on Middlebrook Pike. Uh, B-I-N Lucky. You going in there and tell them, I'm in here to save some cash, boys, and uh, get busy. There you go. Oh, boss. Oh, man. All right, there we got some mail that uh, yeah, people sent us. Yeah, we got some us. mail here, buddy. Let's what is see. it? This is from Matt, Maddie in Dallas. Who was more famous, yep. Davy Crockett or D. Boone, Daniel Boone? I, you know, more. Famous. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, which one? I mean, Davy Crockett is from Tennessee. Daniel Boone is more of a Kentucky kind of guy, and they never met each other because they're they're more than fifty years in age apart. Uh, Boone being older, but which one would you say is more famous? I think David Crockett is more famous. Because of the uh, Alamo. Well, that's true. He was. Um, yeah. and he died song, at the Alamo, supposedly. Yeah, 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 and they had songs written about him, you know, and all that stuff. And plus, he was Davy, Davy Crockett, <laughs> king, king of the wild frontier. frontier. And uh, he, they made those hats, those Davy Crockett hats. I had one. Did you have one of those coonskin Co hats? Coonskin cap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he wore the coonskin, or did Daniel Boone wear it? I can't remember. I, I think. Well, I think Crockett did. I don't know. Okay. They both might right. have. At any rate, it it, uh, it worked for me. I enjoyed it. And uh, 
but uh, well, know, David Crockett was also uh, in the House of Representatives. Was was Daniel Boone a politician as well? I think he maybe was, he was too. He was, but he was in, he was more uh, in the Revolutionary War and, and things like that. And and he was captured by the Indians in 1778, and he adopted. He got adopted into the tribe. Then he escaped. Really? Yeah. And then he was elected to the first three terms of the Virginia General Assembly during the war. But there wasn't. There was not a Kentucky back then. It was all Virginia, and that was just a, you know, the Kentucky part was the wilderness. Well, now Fess Parker played Davy Crockett. Did he also play Daniel Boone? Oh. I don't think so. No, was there a TV show about Daniel Boone or just Davy Crockett? Davy Crockett. I think, I think right. there was a movie about Daniel Boone going down the river on those flat bottom boats and things like that. But Davy Crockett was, I think he's the more famous was the question. So I think he's the one that was more famous of the group. Do you think that if you met Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett, they would resemble anything what you had that they were portrayed as? <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not. I think it's I a lot of Disney think. in there or somebody. Yeah, I don't think Crockett even had any teeth. Probably, to be honest with you, you know what he had was probably rotten out. I mean, it was a. He smelled like it's unbelievable. You know, but anyway, he he had he had he lost a couple of businesses in Tennessee. He was in the Tennessee General Assembly. He moved to Carroll County when, and again elected to the General Assembly in 1823. Then he lost a bid for Congress in 1825, and he went to the private sector again. There you go. So, well, and they say you know there's it's mysterious about the Alamo. They say he died there, but some people say he was captured and then executed somewhere else. Yeah. So, anyway, I guess uh, we'll Baby, never know exactly. Davy Crockett. I, I think Ed and Bob are voting uh, for Maddie. We're voting for Davy Crockett. Well, absolutely, because he's from Tennessee. There you go. I've been up to where he was. He was born. Did go yeah, ahead. What's that up there in uh, what's that? Jonesboro uh, or Jonesboro and uh, yeah. Limestone, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, Limestone. Limestone. That's, it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. What else we got? All right, Nora from Iowa. Oh, we got it open there. Listen, do you think the current COVID problems are just the beginning? Oh my gosh. Or do you think there'll be more mutations of this COVID? Well, is this Delta a mutation or is this a... It's a mutation. They're calling it a variant. So I guess that is yeah. a mutation, right? Yeah. yeah. So do you think this is going to be with us for a long, long time, the rest of I our lives? I think it's going to get worse. I think it's going to get worse. There'll be, there'll be more mutations and that these next ones will be worse. Mm -hmm. But is this forever or do you think we'll finally nail this thing down? I don't think so. Until See, everybody I, gets... I, I think our scientists are smarter than the average bear and that, I mean, even polio scared the hell out of everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, polio, they thought that was going, they're never going in that. And, and I think, I think God gives us intelligent people that figure things out. I mean, look, we didn't even know DNA existed, what, 30 years ago, 40 years ago or something. Yeah. Probably so, 20. um, and here we're, you know, we can tell you what, where you came from, where, what part of the world your ancestors were from. We can tell you stuff about you that you would, you, you'd swore. Cause, no, my mom told me that blah 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 blah. No, here's your DNA. You're, you're from, uh, you know, you're, you come back from uh, Germany and this, that, and the other. So I just think that science will triumph, and I think that science 
I think we've only tapped maybe 1% of this science that could affect our lives. And maybe some of those unidentified visitors can help us with this too. <laughs> the UAPs or UPAs yeah, or whatever the they heck may, they were. They may already have the answer. And, uh, <laughs> They're trying to tell us, but we won't stop and listen to we them. We won't listen. No, we won't listen. <laughs> that sounds like us, doesn't it? It does. I we're think, not I think listening. we're pretty safe here in East Tennessee, though. I think if the more we stay here, the better off we'll be. So... Hey folks, it's the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bobby's Ed. Let's move along and get on into some complaints. And Ed always loves to kick us off. Well, Bob, I'm just, uh, I'm, you know, last time I was talking about Biden and how unhappy I was having. Well, I'm also unhappy about Congress. And I'm okay. unhappy about one of our congressmen from here. Tim Bercher was a good friend of ours. And I haven't seen him or heard from him since he went to Congress. Have you? I have seen him several times, um, uh, but I, I think, uh, here's my kind of take. I don't think Congress does anything. <laughs> I really don't. I don't think they do anything. They get up there and they argue and they try to get press attention, but I don't think uh, all in all Congress uh, or the Senate does anything. And I think it's very frustrating for anybody elected to say they're doing anything. Now, I, that's just my gut feeling. What have they done? What has Nothing. Congress done in the last few years? Nothing. They've given everybody a bunch of money that they probably, uh, they've given more money away than they probably needed to. But other than that, what have they done? Do you think he'll get reelected? Oh, who, Burchett? Yeah. Or are you talking about Biden? Burchett? No, Burchett. Oh, I, it's a, it's a two-year term, right? Yeah, no, and, and that's the bad thing about uh, Congress is you're constantly running. You, you can never not yeah. stop running. Uh, I think once you get in there, uh, until you retire, you're pretty much in there unless you do something stupid. I mean, he, I think he'll be a 20-year person, although I would love for him to come out and say, I'm only going to do you know, six terms, and that's it, I'm out. I would love to see 12 years for everybody in Congress, you know, Senate, House, whatever, 12 years, you're out. I would love to hear that. Because it frustrates me, because I don't like career politicians. No. Uh, so I don't so know. what's your complaint, buddy? Uh, I got one for you. Um, right. Mismanaged sports programs. And, and, and here's what I'm going to say, Ed, and you, you can agree, disagree, whatever. Um, seems to me when uh, a great example is University of Tennessee. When well, whoever is the head of the University of Tennessee athletic program at the time, Everybody kisses their rear end, I think. Right. Fair statement? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's fair. Because they want tickets or they want this, or they want to be included. And they assume that they are um, well qualified to lead a program that spends hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And if anything has been proven to us over the past, what, 20 years? Mm -hmm. uh, the program has been extremely mismanaged. Yep. Would be a fair statement? Fair statement, buddy. So, um, why do we um, get people with no business expertise to lead a hundred million dollar or even half a billion dollar sports program? They, they have no clue how to run a business 
but they used to play football, so or they used to do that. And so, surely to God, they'll know the best decisions. And then look what's happening. I mean, it's not just the University of Tennessee. I can name a hundred different programs that they elect somebody that has no clue how to run a business, and they're running. They're making decisions for a multi, multi, multi-million dollar business, well, and I don't understand it. I don't. I think one thing is is that you have you have a a matter of time. You don't have to win on day one. You right. can go along for a few years and and not win and keep things going. And then it comes down to the contract renegotiation. You know, none of these people leave with no money. They all leave with huge amounts of money. Exactly. And 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 they're not doing anything. They're like Congress. They just they just wait until it comes that time that I have to leave. And when I have to leave, I'm going to take all the money I can. And, and and go somewhere else. And that's yeah, exactly got a golden parachute. I'm good. Yeah. And they and they have they they know what they know how much they're gonna leave with before they come in. It's all negotiated. Because it's negotiated. <laughs> and you know what? Oh, a lot of times exactly the right. athletic director at the athletic director at a university was hired is hired by the same firm that hires the coaches. So it, yeah. it's 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 incredible how it's just it's a, a club. It's, it is absolutely amen brother amen they all take care of each other don't they they do they do well i just i just that's my complaint i just i i think the way they choose athletic directors and things and stuff it's all the buddy buddy system and it's not really the fan who is buying tickets that he's not even sure he can afford very often gets screwed right i don't like it well, I agree with you, and uh, uh, amen you. All right, tell everybody how they can listen to the show, Ed. Go to edandbob.com on the Internet. That's the easiest way. Or download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob, and be sure to subscribe on Alexa in your Alexa skill settings. Enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear? And you tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob Show. There you go. If you want to comment, we love comments. You can email us at edandbobbyyahoo.com. We do have a comment section at edandbob.com. And uh, you can follow us on social media. We're kind of social people. Ed and Bob at, uh, Ed, at Ed and Bob Knox, K-N-O-X, on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Ed Brantley. And on Twitter, at Bob Thomas, K-N-O-X. We're on Facebook. Some people uh, comment and con uh, connect with us there. And we move along here. I, Ed, I want to say a couple of things before we get out of here. We lost some people here in the last um, couple of weeks or so. Uh, one of them was uh, Bill Regas, one of the kindest men uh, you'd ever meet, who uh, icon in the restaurant business nationwide, but also in Knoxville here. Regas Restaurant, so well known. And Bill was such a fine man, and he, he, he treated, he said all his people that came into his restaurant were his guests. Not his customers, not his clients. They were his guests. Also, we lost Jimmy Duncan's wife, uh, Lynn, who uh, you and I both knew Lynn very well. She was not somebody that was meek and mild. She had an opinion. She'd tell you what she thought, right? <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, then uh, one of our close friends is uh, the Phillips family over there, uh, Howard Phillips and his son, Kenny Phillips, who runs a PAL auction. And Kenny uh, lost his wife in the last week to cancer, a week or two into cancer. And I 
We just want to shout out to him and tell him we love him and we care about him and we're, we're sorry to hear about all the passing of all these people that were near and dear to us. Uh, anything you want to add to that? Amen, brother. I'm just yeah. sorry I couldn't attend a lot of the funerals. I meant to, and, and because of my hip, I couldn't go. And, mm -hmm. and uh, but, I, but they're certainly all in my prayers, that's for sure. Good stuff. All right. Shout out. I got one, a business shout out. Pups Barbecue at Four Way Inn. If you haven't been to Pups, buddy, Pup knows how to cook barbecue. I'm just telling you. If you go in there, it may be paper plates and whatever. Not anything fancy, but if you want good barbecue, pick some up on your way home there at Four Way Inn. There you go. All right, Ed, uh, tell everybody about the next show. What do you need in your life, Bob, to be happy? That's the next show. Boy, I, that... I bet everybody has a different opinion, don't you? That's true. And we'll That's talk true. about it on the next show. Ed, I enjoyed it. Uh, look forward to seeing you soon as we do this uh, from your house and my house. And uh, anything <laughs> else you want to add before we get out of here? No, bless you, brother. I sure appreciate it. I enjoy it. Have a great time. Thank you, Ed. Love you, brother. We are out of here. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I heard her and she heard back. Like the sailor said, folk, ain't that a hole in the boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just a big Just like the fella said, tell me quick.